This is Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey, an Ella's Leash production. Shine On is a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on this weekend. Oh, my goodness, coming off a little bit of a busy time. We had our Shine On weekend at the Mariondale Retreat Center in Ossining. Thank you to all who came. Wow, 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 what a wonderful weekend. And you're going to get a little taste of that coming right up. And then we had the Peekskill St. Patrick's Parade, where they allowed me to be Grand Marshal. And there were so many parties before and after. It's just been a crazy time. What a wonderful honor to march around in my city, the 10566. Love you, Peekskill. So now I'm back and focused again, and spring is very, very near. So it's time to start planting some seeds. So if you don't mind, if you have a couple of minutes, it's just going to be me and you today. And what I'd like to share with you is the exercise we used for the opening segment of the Shine On Weekend a couple weeks back. Now, if you're driving in the car, just listen and make a mental list. But if you have the opportunity to be home, maybe at the kitchen table or you're listening to this on Sunday morning in bed, grab a pencil or a pen, your journal or a bunch of paper, because this is a little bit of a writing exercise. We're going to make a whole bunch of lists and do a little digging. And it's based on all of the guests that we've had on the show, this Shine On show over the years. And the object here is to till the soil as we get ready to plant our seeds for spring. So when I was a little girl growing up in Verplank, I lived in a brown house surrounded by three other big houses, and each of those big houses had their own gardens. Yes, Italian people. All my relatives were in those other houses. And every spring, right about this time, they'd get out the big rototiller. And for an entire weekend, you'd hear the of this huge contraption. And there'd be a little Italian man behind it, you know, his whole body shaking uh, as he pushed this rototiller through the garden. Because every year the earth had to be churned up. You had to get rid of those old roots and those rocks and anything that could get in the way of planting those beautiful seeds and plants that were about to come. The lettuce and the tomatoes and all the vegetables and all the wonderful things that would be the bounty for the rest of the summer. So we're going to do that today in our own personal landscape. We are going to till the soil and get ready to plant the seeds for our dreams. That's what this season is all about, new growth. So first, we're going to till the soil and have you write down in a couple of sentences who you are, factually. Just a couple of sentences about who you are, how you see yourself. You may write something like, I am a 40-year-old school teacher who likes Zumba. Something like that. Take a minute or two and write down how you see yourself. I would write... I am a woman who loves pugs and public speaking and nature and has a couple of radio shows, something like that. Okay, now think about someone who loves you tremendously, like your biggest fan. Maybe it's your father or your mother or a sibling or a relative or a school teacher that you once had. Give them a voice and write a couple of sentences about how they would describe you. What would the person who loves you the most say about you? We'll go back to our earlier example, like I'm a school teacher who loves Zumba. The person who loves you the most might say something like, Janice is a vibrant source of inspiration who means so much to kids and also loves physical fitness and is an inspiration to all of us. Something like that. You get the idea. How would the person who loves you the most describe you? 
So we do this practice just to see that your story, the story you tell yourself, is not the same story that other people say about you. And you really get to rewrite your story. You really get to stand in your greatest light and write your story your way. So now take a minute and write down, if you were truly standing in your light, how would you describe yourself? Maybe it's the same, maybe it's different. Just a little practice as we till the soil. Okay, take a breath. And now we are going to write a little more. Make a list, please, of your gripes, your grudges, your pet peeves, your judgment. Who are you mad at? Living or dead? Go all the way back to grammar school and start making your list. I saw on Facebook the other day, someone started a, a, a thread about pet peeves that servers say. Like when servers say, you, you tell a server, this is what I'd like to order, and the server says, no problem. Somebody says, I hate when they say no problem. Why don't they say this or that? And other people said, oh, and I hate when they say this, and I hate when they say that. And I got such a big kick out of it, and I wrote, okay, so we are complaining about the things people say while they are serving us with a smile. You know, we walk around with so many pet peeves and grudges. So, so, so many. So make a list, living or dead, of all the people you resent, all the things you resent, all the things that, like a little stone in your shoe, just get to you. Take a look at that list and see if there's anything you could let go of. Anything you could release, release, release with love and say, you know, that's silly. Why am I carrying that rock around? Take a look at your list and see if you could take that little stone out of your shoe. As we dig up the old roots and get ready to plant new seeds, we got to look at our gripes and grudges and resentments. A Course in Miracles says, forgiveness is my function as a light in the world. I love that. I love that little bumper sticker. Forgiveness is my function as a light in the world. You really can't be a light in the world if you're carrying around all these rocks that slow you down and dim your light. Hi, it's Casey. You're listening to Shine On and we are planting seeds. This is the exercise we used to open up the weekend retreat we had, the Shine On weekend retreat at Marriondale. This is the first thing we did, tilled the soil to plant some seeds. So look at life this way. If the seeds we're planting are the dreams that we have, seeds are our dreams, then our life is the soil that we're planting those dream seeds in. The sunshine, that would be our thoughts. And the water that feeds our dream seeds, well, those would be our actions. And the point of this exercise, too, is to show you that you really have to prepare your whole life to hold your dream seeds. If you were to plant your dream seeds in your life right now, what would you have to change in the soil? So if you want to be uh, a healthy eater, you can't just plant that dream seed in a kitchen filled with junk food, right? You'd have to make some changes in your soil. So what, look around your life and your house and the people you're with, what would you have to change? I often think of the people who win the lottery out of the blue, here's $12 million. And then you check back with them in a year and they've lost everything. Their life, the soil and the sunshine and the water in their life was not healthy enough to hold that dream seed. So as you look at the dreams in your heart, what would you have to change in your world for those seeds to grow? What specific things will your seeds need to grow? And don't stress too much about how you're going to find those things. All sorts of good things pop up when you start to plant good seeds. But just take a look around and see if maybe we need to pull a few weeds. All right, just a little exercise. Are your fingers getting tired from writing yet? 
We'll shake them out because we have more to go. We're going to check in now with your inner child. If you could put your hand on your heart and find young you at any age, some little version of you is going to pop right up if you close your eyes and take a deep breath because that little you is always with you. It's a big part of your subconscious too. Take a look at young you and write down what young you needed. What did you need in your childhood that you didn't get? And we are not grown-up shaming here. You know, parents do the best that they can, but we don't usually get everything we need in childhood because so much of life is reparenting ourselves, learning to give ourselves what we need the most. Check in with your inner child, see what she needed or he needed then, and write about that a little bit. Now take a look at what you need in life now. If you could have more of anything, what would it be? And is that the same or different from young you? Now, for me, what my inner child needed and what grown-up me needed, it's still the same exact thing. I need like an extra pair of eyes and hands just helping me out. I need training wheels. I needed them then, and I need them now. But I'm learning to give them to myself. You know, I'm learning how to nurture myself and guide myself. So we're looking at your inner child and what did that inner child need that it didn't get? And what do you need now? What help do you need? What support do you need? And the idea here is you could plant all the dream seeds that you like, but if your inner child is flipped out, if your inner child is scared or hiding or traumatized or doesn't feel worthy, your seeds can't grow because there's something big inside of you. That inner child that's saying, I don't deserve that. I don't know what to do with that. I can't handle that. That's not for me. That's not part of my world. The conscious us that really wants these dreams needs to go inside and find the little us and say, I got this one. You trust me on this. I'm going to try to give you what you needed then to make you stronger and shinier and healthier. And I'm going to carry you with me as we walk towards these new dreams. Now, again, these are enormous oversimplifications of some really big ideas. But this is how we started our weekend, our Shine On weekend, digging around in our inner garden, finding stuff. And then as we went through the weekend, we tended to each little detail, clarified it a little more, made it a little brighter and better. But for us today, we're just doing the opening segment. You know that saying, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Well, if your inner child isn't happy, and you can make your inner child happy, you, you really can tend to that little spirit in there. But if that little spirit isn't happy and strong and content, it really is hard to move towards your bigger dreams. I have in my closet, when you open, maybe you've even heard me tell this story on the show. When you open up my closet, there's three shelves, and those three shelves are an altar to my childhood. There's a Raggedy Ann doll. There's a little elf doll that reminds me of the one that I had when I was a kid. There's pictures of me like in a tutu from Mrs. Smith's dance class. There's all little touchstones for me that remind me of the happiest parts of my childhood. What they say is true. It's never too late to go back and have a happy childhood. But I can go back and show my inner child safety, security, joy. My inner child and I have a wonderful time. <laughs> we go on play dates together. But truly, you know, I take care of that part of myself because if that part of yourself is injured or afraid, it's hard to get your dreams to come true. So think about that. Think about something, having something in your eyesight that you see every day that gives your inner child joy. And if this sounds completely foreign to you, that's okay. Just keep listening. Something will resonate. 
And as we continue to make our lists and till our soil, let's talk about trauma that we've had in our lives. Write down any accidents or incidents or unusual things that happened in your life. You know, those things that we try to like put out of our minds, we're tilling the soil today. So make a little list. It could be something as, you know, being embarrassed in class one day when you were in school, something larger, you know, a a car accident or something that's really traumatized you that happened to you or someone in your family. Maybe you lost someone at a young age or not so young age. List the traumas in your life, the troubling times, the things that we got through or the things that we're still dealing with. And this isn't to bring you down. This is to bring it up. We don't want in our, when we're planting our dream seeds, we don't want any boulders buried in our garden. We want to bring them up and have them where we can see them and know that we are healing from them. If they're buried way down low, well, we're probably not healing them. If we can bring them up into the light and the sunshine, they have a better chance of healing. Now, let's look at what you love. Let's look at what brings you joy. Make a list of your three favorite people, the people you love to be with. Jot down your three favorite foods, the things that you just, you go to, like, oh, I can always have a bacon cheeseburger, or I can always have a quinoa salad, whatever it is. How about the books you love? Maybe your top two books, your top two movies, things that you love. How about places that you go, places you love to be? Give it just a few minutes as you continue to write things that you really love. Hi, it's Casey. You're listening to Shine On. If you're catching this live on Sunday morning, it's just you and me today. We're doing an exercise that we did to kick off the Shine On weekend retreat that we had a couple of weeks ago, and we call it Tilling the Soil. You'll be able to go back and listen to the podcast from the beginning at Casey, K-A-C-E-Y dot co, C-O. But right now, what we're up to is limiting contracts. We're making all kinds of lists today as we till the soil of our inner garden, So let's look around your inner garden and see if there are any limiting contracts, deals you made probably with your family of origin, your first family, and and these deals are agreements that you maybe didn't even realize that you agreed to, but they could be holding you back. So many people in my Reiki practice come to me with their list of I can'ts. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't save money. I can't lose weight. I can't find a partner. And, you know, we'll, we'll do a lot of exercises. And if I see they're not moving forward, I'll ultimately ask, so did you ever make a deal like this is how far you would go? I said to one Reiki client, did you ever make a deal with anybody that you wouldn't save money? And he was astounded to realize that, yeah, when his parents got divorced, his father went on to be a wealthy man. His mother lived in public housing. And he made some sort of agreement that he would stay like her, that he would struggle like her. So take a look at your family of origin. Maybe there was a rule that you couldn't waste food. So now you're having trouble losing weight because you just have to finish everything on your plate because wasting food is a sin. You get the idea. There's all kinds of arrangements. Maybe you made a deal with somebody that you wouldn't outshine them or be more successful or have a better relationship. Maybe you made a limiting contract that you would stay small and safe to make somebody else feel better. I know it sounds crazy, but we walk around with these deals that we never spoke out loud, but we signed some sort of a contract early in our lives. So what can we do about that? Well, it actually can be pretty simple. You can just rewrite the deal. 
Like in the case of a client of mine who couldn't save money, he just wrote a letter to his mother that he never sent saying, hey, I made a deal with you when I was younger that I would stay and struggle like you, but this isn't working for me anymore. So I'm going to go and, you know, open an IRA and save money and be more secure in life. And the more secure I am, the more I can help you. And he wrote that letter. He felt better. He broke the deal. And he went on to a better life. So just poke around your inner garden and see if there's anywhere where you can look around and break a deal. I had another client who wrote a letter to her family saying, the depression is over. It's really okay. Like if a tomato goes bad on my watch, it's not the end of the world. I'm going to try never to waste anything, but I can't carry this deal of yours that food must not be wasted. It's just way too much stress. And I'd like to have a healthier relationship with food. So poke around your garden. See if there's a limiting contract somewhere. See if you're playing it safe and small so somebody else feels better. And if you find a limiting contract, come back later on with your pen and your paper and rewrite that deal with love. Detach from the old contract with love. Many of these limiting contracts were made in love. You did it for really good reasons. Sometimes limiting contracts were made out of fear, but mostly they were made from love. And now with a more grown-up sense of love, you can rewrite the contract so everybody wins, especially you. This is Casey, and you're listening to Shine On. Okay, thanks for hanging in today for this great big writing exercise we've been doing called Tilling the Soil, Getting Ready to Plant Our Dream Seeds. We are ready for the grand finale. Make a list, if you can, of the things you love to do and how they make you feel. See if you can list three things. Now, my list would sound like this. I love to sit on the couch with my dogs because it makes me feel peace. I love to dig in the backyard in my flower garden because it makes me feel connected to nature. I also love to have great guests on my radio show. That makes me feel energized. Name three things you love to do and how those simple things make you feel. Now let's take the first thing on your list. I don't know what the action is, but I want you to tap into how it makes you feel. Whatever it is your first feeling is, I want you to take a breath, relax your head, relax your heart, and try to feel that feeling now. What does that feeling feel like? Can you picture yourself in that situation? And can you feel that feeling now? Can you touch maybe just a little corner of it? Can you smile remembering the last time you felt it or did that, that thing that you love to do? Try to feel a little piece of that. And now let's go on to the next thing. Find your next feeling and take a breath and relax your face and relax your shoulders and see if you can feel that feeling now. It is so easy for me to close my eyes and take a breath and picture myself in the garden and I can feel exactly that connectedness that I want to feel. I can feel it right now. And finally, what's your third feeling? So one of the things that we've talked about with so many brain scientists on this show is neuroplasticity and building new neural pathways in your brain. You can practice feeling what you want to feel, even when you're nowhere near, say, digging in the earth, which is probably still snow covered on this Sunday as we create a new podcast together. 
So I'm not going to get to dig in the earth this weekend, probably. But I can practice feeling that wonderful feeling, which is being connected to nature. And you too can practice feeling the wonderful feeling that you get from doing the things that you love to do. In doing this exercise, maybe it will remind you to put these things on your list. Maybe you don't do them enough. So that's the exercise as we till the soil. The thing that you are looking for, that way you want to feel, it's looking for you too. And you can check in with it anytime. What you want to feel is already in you. It's already in you. You don't have to run chasing that feeling. You just have to tune into it. Then you'll vibrate at that frequency, you know? And then when you get near it, you'll say, ah, I recognize this. It's that feeling I love. I know this vibration. You can practice feeling what you want to feel. It's already in you. All right, we have tilled the soil, just like we did at the Shine On Weekend Retreat at Mariondale Center a couple weeks ago. The only thing you missed is going around the room and having everybody share their stories, those who wanted to share, of course. And now what we're going to do, you're going to do it and I'm going to do it too, is make a list of the seeds we want to plant. What are your dreams for the future? Our dreams are our seeds. Our life is our soil. Our actions are like water and our thoughts are like sunshine. What are the dreams you want to see come to fruition in the coming spring and summer months? Maybe you can look at your financial dreams. You can look at your dreams for your physical body, your physical health. You can look at your your home, projects around the house. We had the Ula guys on sometime in the last couple of years, and they drive around in a bus collecting dreams on their van. You put a sticky note on their van. You know, what are your dreams for the future? They drive around the country just reminding people, you get to plant the seeds for your dreams. And they say to look at the Fs in your life, your food, your finances, your fitness, your friends, your faith, your focus, which would be like your career. What are the dreams you want to see bloom in your life? Make a list of those dreams. And you can write for days and days and days. I keep a list out most of the time where I'm always adding to it a little piece of paper by the computer. So we have our wishes. We have our dream seeds. Let's look at the things we want to let go of, the grievances, the grudges, see if there's any trauma we can release from our past. And if we need help releasing that trauma, by all means, make a call, get some help. All of this makes our soil rich so our dreams can take hold. Remember to support your dreams. Whatever you need, sticky notes on the computer, magic marker on the bathroom mirror, a sign over a sign on the ceiling over your bed that reminds you what your purpose is, what your dreams are. And make yourself a little bumper sticker. What's the phrase that you would stand under? Mine is shine on. Shine on. Get in the light. Live in the light. Play in the light. Shine your light on others. That's my phrase. What's yours? If you had to make a bumper sticker for your life, what would that be? Write that phrase down. And then whenever you do anything, you get a phone call and it's a girlfriend saying, let's go out to dinner. Look back at your bumper sticker and say, does this bring me closer to that bumper sticker or farther away from it? With everything you do, with every decision you make, 
These are your core values, right? This phrase or this bumper sticker is the rock that you stand on. Ida Fields, one of the speakers that we had, she did a great exercise to help you find your core values. I'm going to have to have her on the show and we're going to have to do a core values exercise. And then when you go to make a decision, so take a look at what, if you stood on a rock, what are the words that would be painted on that rock? So there you go. We've planted some dream seeds. Now nurture these seeds, nurture them, nurture them, nurture them. Nurture the child within. Make sure he or she can handle the dreams that are on the way. And thanks for hanging in today as we did something a little bit different as we shine on. Oh, we need a thought for the day. And you know what? I think we have to use Rumi. Rumi, the Persian mystic poet who said, what you seek is seeking you. What you seek is seeking you. Keep tuning in to that feeling you want to feel. Practice it. That's how you'll recognize it when it comes looking for you. Thanks for shining on today. See you next week. been listening to shine on the health and happiness show with casey and ella's leash production the content of shine on the health and happiness show is intended for general information purposes only you can listen to previously broadcast shows online at casey.co that's k-a-c-e-y dot c-o join casey for another edition of shine on the health and happiness show next sunday morning right here on 100.7 whud